0: Life Audio. Hey there, lovebirds. Are you ready to take your relationship to the next level? Real Relationship Talk is all about uncomplicating your relationships and creating deeper connections. Many of you have already taken my free quiz to test your relationship connection and are receiving my free tips on how to reconnect with the one you love. If you haven't yet taken the quiz, be sure to check it out today at DanaShea.com forward slash partner quiz. That's danashaycom forward slash partner quiz. Your next level of connection is just a quiz away. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Dana Shay, and you're listening to Real Relationship Talk. Hello, friends. Thank you guys so much for being here with me today. I love doing this podcast. I say that from time to time, but I just need you to know that I do not take your time for granted. I don't take for granted that you can be listening to anything else right now. You can be listening to the radio. You can be listening to your kids nag you in the backseat. You can be listening to music. You can be listening to another podcast. But the fact that you're here with me and the fact that you are here for your relationship means a lot to me. So I want to make sure that I maximize your time and that I give you everything that I can on this episode. So you likely clicked on this episode because you saw the title. And when you saw the title, you felt some kind of way about that. You related to that. You resonated. You felt that thing, right? I want to tell you guys that there are times in our relationships where we are going to feel apathetic. And if you're not familiar with the word apathetic, it just simply means that you just don't care. You're in a place in your life, you're in a place in your relationship, you're in a season in your relationship, maybe, where you're starting to lose hope. You're starting to be like, I don't even really care anymore. And another word for apathetic is aloof. Maybe you feel aloof. Maybe you're just like, uh, if it works out, it works out. If not, then hmm, no love lost. And I want to talk to you all who feel that way. And I can speak from a very relatable place because I spent many years in my marriage feeling very apathetic. So we're going to spend the next several minutes together. And I want to talk to you about kind of the inspiration for this podcast. But then I also want to be able to give you some really practical steps on what you can do in your current relationship. Not like when your partner becomes all that they're supposed to be, not when you fix all your issues and you become all who you're supposed to be. But right now, these are some things that you can do today that are going to help to move you a little bit farther away from that apathetic place. So first of all, if you have been following this podcast for any length of time, you have heard me talk to you about the partner quiz, right? Many of you have taken that quiz already. Many of you have gotten your results. Many of you didn't necessarily like your results because you emailed me and told me, Dana, are you sure? Is this really how I am? Yes. I am sure that quiz is scientifically proven. Okay, it is not just something that I came up with out of my head. So if you have taken the quiz, maybe you're on the podcast today and you're like, yep, I took that quiz and I definitely scored apathetically. I want to be able to help you. And if you haven't taken the quiz, you can simply do that at dana.shay.com. Forward slash partner quiz. I want to make sure that you know that so that some of these concepts will then be familiar to you. So keep listening. Don't stop listening. Go ahead and finish listening to this podcast. And then after the podcast episode, then go back and take the quiz. All right, friends, let's go ahead and jump into this. I'm gonna share with you at the very end of the episode how all of my respondents have scored, all right? So there's four main categories. I'm doing a little mini series here called Connection Issues. And in this little mini series, we're going to start off with where we are today. We're talking to the folks who are apathetic. And then I'm going to talk to the people who scored available. They are mostly available in their relationships. And then I'm going to talk to the people who feel absent. They're just gone. They might be there physically, but emotionally, they have totally checked out. And then I'm going to speak to those who are all, what I call awesomely attentive. And these are the people who are like killing the game. Okay. They are like in it to win it. And so today we're talking to the folks who feel apathetic, which is probably you, or maybe someone you know, or maybe you feel like your spouse or your partner is the one who is apathetic and you want to share this podcast with them. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? You don't want to tell them these things because they are not going to hear you most likely. But share this episode with them. Let them hear it from me, okay? I'll be your mediator, all right? So let's talk about this, y'all. If you feel apathetic or aloof, and you'll hear me use those words interchangeably throughout our time together today, okay? If you feel apathetic or if you are experiencing a season of aloofness in your relationship, then you most likely feel emotionally detached or distant, you most likely feel like I can't connect with my partner on an emotional level. If you are apathetic, you are likely uninterested in your partner's feelings, their thoughts, even maybe some of their suggestions or their conversation. You likely have conversations that are in the shallow end of the water, as I like to say. You're talking about bills. You're talking about kids. You're talking about, you know, just kind of generic general things that you would maybe talk about with a neighbor or an extended relative. There's no real deep water conversation going on because you're apathetic. If you're apathetic, your relationship at this point is a pretty low priority. Now, it doesn't mean that you've completely checked out. It doesn't mean that your relationship isn't important to you at all. But if you had the choice between spending time with your partner or spending time with your best friend, you would choose the best friend hands down. Because this relationship that you're in right now is not really a priority to you at this particular time. If you're apathetic you probably have difficulty showing your affection to your partner, maybe even receiving affection from them. And you for sure have some issues with emotional vulnerability. Now, I'm going to link to an episode that we did a few months ago about being emotionally unavailable. That episode is probably one of the highest episodes that we have done in the last several months because so many people can relate to that having a partner that's distant or you yourself feeling distant. And so that one really struck a nerve with a lot of folks. So make sure to listen to that episode after you listen to this one. But if you are apathetic, you probably feel emotionally distant. There's not a whole lot going on in the emotional intimacy world. Okay. So if anything that I said has struck a nerve with you, rung a bell to you, you're like, yep, yep, yep. That's me. That's me. That's me. Great. Great. Now, some of you are listening today. and You're like, mm, I don't know. I don't have that. I don't feel like the relationship was a low priority. Maybe you can only identify with three of the five things that I just listed. And that's okay because you're probably still in an apathetic place. Now, I want to tell you something right off the bat that if you are in a place of apathy or feeling aloof, you are not a bad person. You are not a bad partner. Most likely you've been hurt. So we're going to talk about some of the causes of you being apathetic. How did I get this way? Did I just all of a sudden stumble into the land of apathy? Probably not. It's probably been a long time coming. And y'all, there's so much that I talk about on this podcast. And if you listen closely, you'll hear that the core theme of this podcast is all about connection. It's not just how to fix your communication problems. It's not just about how to recover from an affair. It's not just about how to make your love life sparkle again and how to create deeper intimacy. Those are amazing, wonderful things, and we need to do those things. But why do we need to do all those things? We need to do all those things because they build deeper connection. That's really what the show is all about. So this is really important, very dear to my heart to help you all to be able to build deeper connection in your relationship because I lived disconnected for so many years. If you guys know my story, if you've listened to the show, if you've ever heard me speak anywhere, then you know that Sean and I went through a season of infidelity in our marriage. And it was really, really hard. It wasn't just hard because of what was going on in the marriage, but it was hard because I had to live with this person that I felt totally detached from. I didn't feel seen. I didn't feel known. I didn't feel cared for. And real talk, he probably didn't feel any of that from me either. So the reason that we need to talk about the causes of apathy is so that then we can move on to the solutions. See, I can't just give you a whole bunch of solutions. Fix this, try this, work on this. If we don't actually first talk about how did we get here? So we got to talk about how did we get here? And then how do we get out of here? If you want to get out, I mean, there's the big elephant in the room, right? So many people are in apathetic relationships and they've just kind of succumbed to this is the way that it will always be. I want to give you a fresh wind of hope today, friend, that if you have just believed that like, this is just how my relationship is going to be. I'm just always going to be emotionally disconnected. My spouse or my partner is never really going to see me or, you know, really want to engage with me. You don't have to live that way there is a better way to do relationships. And you can have a deeply connected relationship again. But first we have to talk about the causes and then let's talk about how to get out of there. So we have to pay some bills, (laughs) i.e., we have to hear a word from our sponsor. Stay with us and make sure that if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, you subscribe at this time. We'll be right back in just a moment. All right, my friends, we're back. So let's get into some of these causes. Maybe you have been in a relationship for a long time and you think back to like when we first got together, we were friends. When we first got together, we spent all this time together. We could laugh and joke for hours. I just wanted to be with my spouse all the time or be with my partner all the time. We would fall asleep on the phone just listening to each other breathe. Like that's the relationship that you used to have. And now you're like ships passing in the night. You live in the same house, but you're upstairs, husband's downstairs. Or you're working with the kids and, you know, helping them with homework and wife is off working on her business, doing something else. You're totally detached. How did you get there? I want you to think about that for a second. I want you to ask yourself, how did we get here? So many couples don't take the time to kind of backtrack how they got to that place. And so again, if I just give you a bunch of solutions, what's going to happen is you're going to try those solutions. They're going to work, but they're only going to work temporarily because you don't even realize how you got there in the first place, which means that you have a higher chance of going back there to the apathetic place. So if you're apathetic, one of the greatest causes is that you've been wounded. You've been hurt. Maybe your spouse had an affair. Maybe your spouse prioritizes work and everybody else over you. Maybe your spouse has said some really hurtful things or done some really harmful things, not just infidelity. Maybe there's other things that your spouse or partner has done. And that hurt has caused you to put a wall up. Because friends, isn't that what we do when we feel threatened? When we feel unsafe, we move into self-protection mode, i.e. we put up emotional walls because you're not safe. And so I have to protect myself from you. Therefore, I can't engage with you emotionally because there's this big wall in between us. And this is what I love to help couples do: is to tear down the walls, to break down that place of separation between each other. I know that it's scary, and I know that you put that wall up for a reason. So it's not just for, enough for me to tell you, "Hey, tear down your walls." We got to work our way there in baby steps. But most likely, if you're apathetic, it's because you're hurt. Now, there are some other causes to being apathetic. Maybe it's that you feel like you're just tired. You're like, Dana, I've been trying. You don't understand. I have been reading. I have been listening to your podcast and other podcasts. I've been going to conferences. I've been talking to friends. I've been doing all the things, and I'm just weary. A lot of the women, again, you know, I've talked about Thrive Wives quite a bit here, but a lot of the women in Thrive Wives feel like they're solo spouses, as I like to call them. They feel like they're just marriaging alone. And it's wearisome, y'all. I understand. There was a time when I felt the same way. I was looking at my husband like, this dude is not putting any effort into this marriage. I'm the one doing all the things, and I'm the one that's over here bleeding and broken. What the world? So there are times that we become apathetic just because we're weary, we're tired. We're tired of putting in all this effort and not seeing any results. Another cause for our apathy is that we are afraid. And again, I spoke to that a little while ago where if you have been hurt or if you, maybe you never had any sort of model and you're looking at the relationship now that you're in and you're like, I don't know if I can go that deep. I'm gonna chill here in the shallow waters. Maybe you're afraid. Maybe it's not your current relationship that you were hurt in. Maybe it was a previous relationship where you got hurt. And so now, whenever your spouse does anything that even remotely triggers that, you pull back. You're like, nope, nope, don't have to do that, Mm -mm, not going there again. And so you are apathetic. Another reason that you might be apathetic is just because you have confused your partner's responses, Y'all, this is really like a specific response. Not a lot of people feel this way, but I want you to imagine if your spouse, let's just say spouse, because I'm tired of saying spouse or partner, okay? Let's just say your spouse. So if your spouse is emotionally detached or emotionally distant temporarily, or that's just kind of their natural bent toward you, your response can be that you feel rejected. Your response can be, they don't care about me, so I'm going to pull back too. Now, that could be a very accurate description of how they feel, or it can be very inaccurate. And you won't know that if you don't actually have those deep conversations. You won't know that if you don't investigate a little bit and excavate what is happening here. A lot of us assume things all the time. We assume, and then we make decisions based off our assumptions instead of making decisions based on the truth. So, those are some of the causes. Now, you might be thinking, actually, I'm in this apathetic place because of this. Go with that. If that's your true reason, that's your true reason. At the end of the day, there's lots of different reasons why we get to this place. But like I said before, we have to understand how we got there so that we can get out. I firmly believe that every relationship is redeemable. If you're willing to do the work, we end every episode saying that a good relationship is not one that works. A good relationship is one where you put in the work. If you've never listened to an episode all the way to the end, we say that at the end of every show. (laughs) But I want you to know that that is the truth. Good relationships don't just happen. Good, strong marriages don't just happen. They're made and you make them. So if you're in an apathetic place, you do not have to stay there. You can get out. And let me give you some tips on how to do that. The first thing that I want to tell you, though, is I want you to think about your spouse for a second or your partner, okay? I want you to think about them. I want you to think about what they might be feeling, what they're going through right now. Because just like you feel detached, just like you're weary, just like you're like, I don't care, chances are they probably feel the same. They probably feel exactly what you feel. They probably feel rejected. They probably feel alone they probably feel hopeless. They probably feel like, you know, I don't even know if this is worth it anymore. I had someone reach out to me today and she said, I don't even know if it's worth it. She wants to coach, but she doesn't even know if that's worth it. So imagine where your spouse is right now, what they're feeling. Interestingly enough, if you are both feeling apathetic, you know what that tells me? It doesn't tell me that neither one of you care. It tells me that both of you Don't feel safe. And guess what? Y'all are not going to like this, but it's the truth. Somebody's got to go first. And since you're the one listening to this podcast, tag, you're it. You're it. You're like, dang it. I knew I should have told my husband to listen to this one first. Listen, it's you. You have to go first. Now, what do I do, Dana? If I'm the one that's been rejected, if I'm the one that's hurt, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to go first? The first thing I want to tell you is that you have to have the conversation. You have to be able to broach the conversation and bring it up. Maybe you've been living apathetically for years and years and years. And like I said, you just kind of accepted this as your new normal. It's going to take a lot of courage and it's going to take a lot of vulnerability for you to go to your spouse and say, hey, we need to talk. I do not like where we are right now. Do you? Like, is this okay for you? Do you like being here? And again, don't make any accusations and don't assume anything about your spouse. Just go in vulnerably. I know this is hard, you guys, but it's the only way. You've got to be willing to have this conversation and say, this is broken. Do you want to fix this? Because I do. I don't really know how to fix it, but I think we should at least try to fix it. So that's the first thing that you've got to be willing to rip the bandaid off. You've got to be willing to have the conversation, to lay your cards out on the table, if you will, and bring up this very important conversation. Just because you ignore something doesn't make it go away. Think about all the people who get a, you know, a concerning prognosis from their doctor and they go, oh, OK, well, I'm just not going to think about that. Guess what? They, they end up dying. You can't just ignore a cancerous growth. Neither can you ignore a cancerous growth in your relationship. That's what apathy is. Left untreated, it will destroy your relationship. The second thing I want to tell you is you just got to forgive. Oh my goodness, there's so much packed into that little statement, isn't it? I understand, you guys, that what I'm saying is not easy if there has been a deep wounding, if there has been something that maybe is perpetual, something that's going on. Like if somebody would have told me 12 years ago, you just got to forgive your husband for all of his cheating. I probably would have slapped him. Like, do you not think I know that? (laughs) Yes, I know I have to forgive. The problem is it's hard when you're continuously being hurt. I get it, you guys. But I'm going to tell you something that saved my life. I am not Telling you anything that's not true, it saved my life when I decided to forgive my husband regardless of what he was doing. OMG, probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. Now, I didn't say that I reconciled and everything was great regardless of what he was doing. I said I chose to forgive. I chose to release him from this monumental debt that he owed me through his bad behavior. And I chose to say, you know what? Just because you want to behave that way does not mean I have to behave in kind. Just because you want to be distant and doing whatever you're doing does not mean that I have to live rejected or I have to feel rejected or I have to somehow stay off in the distance with all these walls up. I choose not to live that way anymore. Y'all, it changed my life. Forgiveness. It's healing. And this is why if you're a Christian, you need to understand this. Forgiveness is not an option. It's just not. We don't get the right to say, you know what? I would forgive if you just don't get that option, guys. I'm sorry. Like Jesus died for you. He forgave you of everything that you've ever done and everything that you will ever do. And some of y'all done some stuff. Okay? So it's not an option. If you're struggling with learning to forgive, there's lots of resources on this podcast and many other podcasts that will help you. But we've got to get to the place where we forgive. When you choose to forgive, you release a burden. There's no other way. You release that burden and then you're able to open your heart up again. So forgiveness is crucial. Something else I want to tell you is that when you focus on reconnecting with your spouse and not focusing on the problem, you will find yourself connecting again. Sean talked about this so well on episode 213. If you haven't listened to that, we were talking about what to do when the husband's uninterested and working on the marriage. And straight from the guy's mouth, (laughs) he said, ladies, ladies. You've got to focus on reconnecting with your spouse. Now, this does not mean that the men get off scot-free, okay? Absolutely no way, no how. They have a responsibility as well. But sometimes, y'all, we focus so much on the problem, the problem, the problem, the problem that we never actually take the time to reconnect To one another. One of my favorite scriptures is in Revelation 2. And for all of my theologians and Bible nerds out there, this is not a perfect exegesis, okay? This is not like word for word. This is what the Apostle John meant. He was thinking about your marriage today. No, I get that, okay? But it's still relevant because he's talking about how when Jesus looks at us as the church, his body, his bride, and he says to us, Return to me. You have lost your first love. Go back and do the things that you were doing before. You all, this is the antidote to how to reconnect. Go back and do what you were doing before. Before when? Before you disconnected. So when your relationship was great, when it was at its heyday, what were you doing? Because again, nothing happens by chance. You were intentional about some things back then. What were you intentional about? What were you doing? What were some habits and some rhythms that you had in your relationship? Go back and do those things again and watch your connection take off. The last thing that I want to say, and I've said this before, and I just really want to underscore it here that I understand that this is scary, you guys. I understand that you might be thinking, what if this doesn't work? I've tried this before. I've tried to reconnect. I've tried to have the conversation. I've tried forgiveness. What if it doesn't work? Well, what if it does? What if it does? What if this is the time that it will work? Because you're not just doing this to try to get some result here. You're doing this because you genuinely care about the person you're in relationship with. You see, when I just wanted a good marriage just to have a good marriage state, because I, I mean, I wanted a good marriage for my kids and all that. Nothing wrong with that. But you know what really changed is when I started looking at Sean as a human being who has flaws, who has issues, who has weaknesses, but somebody who I used to really, really love. And if I used to really, really love him, maybe I can learn how to re-love him. That's when it started changing for me, you guys. And it can change for you too. So I know that this is scary. I know that it involves taking a risk, but the risk is well worth the reward. So that's it. I could give you probably 15 other things to do, but I think I've given you enough today to start If you have not taken the connection quiz or the partner quiz yet, be sure to do that at danashay.com forward slash partner quiz. And if you have already taken the quiz, so you've taken the quiz and you're like, I scored apathetically aloof. That's why I'm listening to this podcast. The next step that I want you to do is to take the connection course. You guys, I have curated a very simple online course for you to overcome this. There's so many times that we're like, I just need some help. I just need a resource. This is the resource. This course will take you no more than three weeks. And the only reason that's even going to take you that long is because you're going to get one lesson a week for three weeks. So I don't want you to rush through this. I didn't give you all the lessons right at at once. You're going to have to get one lesson a week that's going to be automatically emailed to you once you purchase the course. Go through it together, if at all possible. But even if you have to go through the course by yourself, it's going to be well worth it because you're going to learn some skills about connection. And y'all, I say this all the time. The stuff that I'm telling you on this podcast, it is for marriages, but it's also for any relationship that you're in. So what's the worst that can happen? You learn amazing communication skills that help you build connection in your relationships. I mean, hello, win-win. So you can find that course at danashay.com forward slash connection course. Of course, we'll link to all of this in the show notes of this podcast. You all, you can make it. Your marriages can make it. Your relationships can make it. You do not have to live in the land of apathy. So earlier in the show, I told you that I was going to let you know how everyone who has taken the quiz, the connection quiz, the partner quiz, whatever you want to call it, how they scored. And I will have you know that the vast majority of the people who take this quiz score apathetically. So do not feel bad if this is the category that you're in. As a matter of fact, 65% of the people who take this quiz score apathetically. What does that mean? Is everybody apathetic? No, but there's obviously a certain type of relationship, a certain type of person in that season who's drawn to my podcast and to my content. And most of you all feel apathetic about your relationship. Now, that helps me because I'm able to know exactly what type of content you need, what kind of encouragement you need, what's going to help to give you hope. I want you to guess where most people do not score. So let me give you kind of the options because you're like, I don't even know what the options are. So one, it's apathetically aloof. Two, is aptly available. Three, is absolutely absent. And then four, is awesomely attentive. Yeah, nobody scores awesomely attentive. Literally less than 1%. What does that mean? Nobody is attentive in their relationship? No, that's like literally a 10. That is like the gold standard where we all want to be. So thank you so much for listening today. I am so thankful that I didn't give up in my marriage. I am so thankful that I did not just acquiesce to the land of apathy. Your marriage can make it, friend. I truly believe that. Listen to this podcast episode again if need be and go out and make your relationship great. Thanks so much for listening. And as we end every episode in saying a good relationship isn't one that works, a good relationship is one where you put in the work. Let's get to work, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care.